Welcome to Maybe Good Movies, where we talk about movies, shows, and maybe other good stuff. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. I'm Jacob, and here with me is... Monica. And James. And we have had a fun two weeks since our last episode. At least I have. I've been watching some really good stuff, and I'm excited to talk about it. But I want to hear from you guys first. Okay. Yeah, so we um, we watched Death on the Nile, and we watched The Lost World, um, the second uh, movie to Jurassic Park, and we've been watching Young Justice season four. Mm-hmm. It's been good. I um, with Death on the Nile, we really enjoy we enjoy really good movie like um, mystery movies like Murder on the Orient Express, and uh, we just um, like being right. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Did you, did you guess help. everything correctly by the end? No. Not everything. There were a few things that were like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then, I was like, we should have saw that, but we didn't. But yeah, the one chick is just such a good actress that I... Don't spoil it. Don't, he's seen it. Have you seen the chicken? Yeah, I, I watched it. All right, have all of our listeners seen it? We're, okay. <laughs> since when do we care? <laughs> we spoil everything. <laughs> I don't want to spoil this one. What if, what if this gets somebody to watch it? Okay, I'm so sorry. Well, that's why I said the one chick is such a good actress. There's many chicks. That's it. You can say who's a good actress, though. Who are you talking about? She was talking about Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> they're, they're all really good. And this is actually a performance that I enjoy from Gal Gadot because I think Gal Gadot a little, she overacts in Wonder Woman. Okay, so I was ready to talk about Gal Gadot today. And um, I'm glad you brought her up because I really like Gal Gadot. I know that's not a super popular opinion, but I think she's a great actress. I love watching her. She's so fun. She's like really charismatic. Um, and in my opinion, she was the only good part of the movie. Really? Yeah. I think, well, that's unfortunate. Um, mostly because um, uh <laughs> I, I think I like Gal Gadot as a person. Like, I think she's a really good person. And that's why I like watching some of her movies. But I just, I don't like Wonder Woman. And I don't particularly like her. Like, I think she does a really good job in Wonder Woman. I just don't like the movie. Either of them. That's fair. The writing um, is pretty bad. And uh, I think the first Wonder Woman is better than the second. It, yeah. But I really hate the... Uh, I hate the emphasis on Chris Pine's character in the first movie where it's like, I always felt like it was supposed to be a wonder woman movie, but it was more about like Chris Pine or what's his name in the movie. Trevor Noah. Oh, dang it. I always miss those two. I always Trevor Noah is a (laughs) Steve Trevor. Yeah. Yeah, It was like a a movie about Steve Trevor fixing wonder woman. And that, I don't know. It bothered me. Yeah. And then the second movie was just bad. Outside of Pedro Pascal being awesome. It was oh my bad. gosh. I love Pedro Pascal. I'm so excited for that new uh, Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my gosh. I, I, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um, and Jurassic, yeah, the second Jurassic Park was, oh. was very good. I like I, that was that was enjoyable. It was fun. Um, it was good to see more of Jeff Goldblum. Uh, it's weird watching old Jeff Goldblum because he's not as weird. <laughs> he's not as jeff goldblum <laughs> yeah yeah he like transitions slowly over time to be the way he is now 
so the, the question is when did when did Jeff Goldblum become the Jeff Goldblum we know today as well as when did Jason Statham become the Jason Statham that we know today has Jason Statham not always been the same yeah and there's a yeah he was a um a stunt driver at first wasn't oh he? No, I'm thinking I'm thinking Bruce Willis is it Bruce Willis some another action actor like that oh I'm not sure I remember um, Statham in the transporter and I feel like he's played the same character in every movie. That's, that's what I thought, yeah. I'm thinking somebody else then. Um, Young Justice season four, though. It's back on the back on the air. Uh, uh, it's on HBO Max. Are they new episodes? Yeah. Hey, brand new? So there's a, there's a new... It's like a weekly episode every Thursday. I think they're being oh. released. And they did like the first it. half. I didn't realize they were doing new episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did like um, the first half of the season a few months ago, and then they had like a two month pause, oh. and then now they're back on. And they, it's it's really good. I think they're doing so. I think so. The third season had a lot of issues because I think there was a huge time gap, and they introduced a lot of new characters, and they didn't. I think they were scrambling for a lot of it, and it was very confusing and very like the storyline was kind of. It was kind of dumb, but I think they fixed that problem this season because they broke it up into four different chunks. And so they introduced these new ideas, but they only did it in these four, like in these four episodes. And like, there was a lot of character growth and it was really, really good and really well done. And then now I think this is the last chunk of it all. And it's kind of tying everything up. And I think they're, I think they're doing an excellent job with it. Plus, the representation in the show is amazing. Yeah, I, I'm i not the biggest Young Justice fan, but uh, I do like the characters themselves. I think the storylines are a little weak, but mm-hmm. the characters are fun to watch. Um, yeah. Did they announce a season five of Young Justice? I thought I heard that. I don't know. And I don't know. It's one of those shows that, like, it, it could end with any of these seasons, and it would be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Any anything else? I have been watching Bridgerton. And so I have been kind of putting it off because I was just like, I, you know, I'm a I'm a basic white woman. I like period pieces. <laughs> like, like um like Pride and Prejudice, Emma, like those Jane Austen stuff. Yeah. Um and not that only white people like those um I but I really enjoy it and so Bridgerton is really cool because it kind of brings in like a kind of more modern twist on that because some of the music is just like they played Billie Eilish's bad guy as like with um uh with the music and I thought that was really cool there's a lot more sex in it too there's a lot of sex. I did not realize that there was so much sex in it. But I think it's interesting because I think some shows, they just have sex to have sex. And they're like, okay, we're just going to have these characters have sex, show all these body parts, and that's it. But for in Bridgerton, I think they, they, u- they use it as like, um, to like help the characters because you can just see the differences between men and women where it's just like 
in this one conversation, these two brothers are talking and the one is wanting to get married and the other brother is just like, you just want to have sex. Like you go out, go to a brothel and just have sex. And then that transitions to this, one of the, one of his sisters and his sister is like, she can't even be alone in a room with a guy. Otherwise her and her entire family are going to be ruined. And so that's just interesting to see the difference between that is and how that affects the different genders and how like the the suppression of knowledge like affects someone and like how that deals with like having um like how that deals with like communication with a partner and how like the implications of like having sex with someone and like it's just really interesting and I like I'm great. I, I enjoy shows more when it's not just showing me all of this, like just tons of sex and all this other stuff just to do it. But I, I, I like that they have a reason for it and it's progressing the show on. I, yeah. I think for the most part, um, sex scenes are, are pretty useless. <laughs> they usually don't do much. For, for me, uh, when I watch a movie, I'd prefer not to see them. Not because, mostly because I feel like they're pointless. There's no reason that, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, whatever. Eternal? It doesn't. Yeah, Eternal. Top Gun. I, uh, <laughs> Top Gun, yeah. Top Gun had a useless sex scene. Eternal's had a useless sex scene. Eh, I, you just don't need it. But if it does progress the story, then, you know, if it's necessary, then sure. Um, I so think uses it well. Yeah. Osmosis what? Jones. Uh, <laughs> Did it? I don't think so. It's a there kid's was, movie. There was a really weird scene in that one. They pop a pimple. Osmosis pimple? Jones made me terrified when I was a kid. I was so afraid that I was going to turn out like Bill Murray. <laughs> I, I think I almost like threw up during the movie. because I, I just... cried the first time I saw that movie. That's so sad. <laughs> um, but I think... I, I'm of the opinion that I think I, not like I enjoy sex scenes, but like I said, I, I think that there is emotional, like, it's just something that happens, like adults, like we get to a point and we have sex and all of that stuff, like it's just part of life. And so, and it's part of relationships. And so if it's a period drama and like, relationships are at the core like you can't have a drama like that without including sex because it's so pivotal to how mm. some people feel yeah i uh bridgerton is a show that i have thought about watching uh, my sister's been trying to tell me to that i should check it out but um i don't know i don't i don't think it's for me just from things i've seen of it i don't know eh. I think it's very interesting and I think it feels a little bit like Hamilton and if you like Hamilton and you like that kind of style and if you like Pride and Prejudice I think that you would like Bridgerton um but it's not for everyone like I took I kept putting it off I was just like yeah I don't really want to watch it and then suddenly this weekend I had to organize a few things and I was just like sure I'll just sit down and watch it and I really enjoyed it and it was it was really nice it was funny at points I feel like the characterization of the the characters is really good I mean all of this the women in it 
are kind of toxic, but they're also 19, like 18, 19 year old girls who are being pressured into being, are basically treated like a commodity and sell, sold off into this marriage and this contract. And so it's like, yeah, no, they aren't very mature. And so maybe like they don't handle things very well. And so I think that's very interesting. And I think kind of understanding that I, I, I appreciate it. I really like it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Good. James, do you have anything else you've seen this uh, past couple weeks? Um, I haven't really been watching much else. Um, I think we kind of ran through all of it. All right. Yeah. If, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk about Death on the Nile just a little bit more. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. We'll keep, we'll keep spoilers out. Let me hear a little, a little bit more about what you thought of it. So, not much of a spoiler because it's the first opening scene, but I felt like the opening scene was was impactful, and and like a, a good amount of emotion that wasn't ever really paid off. And I don't know if I wasn't paying attention enough. I mean, the last, like the last. 10 seconds of the movie i think it's paid off a little bit but you, you just see um you see part of um detective uh, uh how do you pronounce it Perot? 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 yeah you see some of his past and in, in world war one and why he does what he does and uh it it just kind of set it up in, a, in an interesting way and it was it was nice it got, it got us in the movie but i think yeah. I think it definitely set up the love that he felt mm-hmm. for, um, I mean, if you saw Murder on the Orient Express, this isn't a spoiler, because he talked about, um, he had a picture of her, but the one that got away kind of thing. Like his I, haven't seen, I haven't seen Murder on the Orient Express, and I, I thought about watching it the night before I watched Death on the Nile. I'm kind of glad I didn't because I didn't love Death on the Nile. Um, I don't think it was a bad movie. I just don't think it was my, I just don't think my tastes aligned yeah. with what I was watching. And that that's okay. It's like, if you like murder mystery stuff, it's, it's a really solid movie. Mm-hmm. And we were talking with a good friend of ours this week who has read a lot of Poirot uh, books mm-hmm. and he, he's watching the movies now and uh, he forgot the details of this one and was engaged but he's also a big fan of Kenneth Branagh and uh, as are we we really enjoy Kenneth Branagh uh, from Much Ado About Nothing to Thor. (laughs) Othello I love him in Othello I think it's one of my yeah I love him in that. Over uh, um, our for our wedding vows you know (laughs) not real vows but during our our wedding uh, ring ceremony um I actually quoted Kenneth Branagh. Well, I quoted a character that he was playing in Much Ado About Nothing. I thought um, you were quoting Mumford and Sons. It it is also in <laughs> Mumford and Sons, but I was quoting I was quoting the play. And That's uh, yeah. That's so fun. we were, I, I like I like Kenneth Branagh and that, that kind of helps, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I like him a lot too. But I mean Monica's favorite movie is Clue. Like Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. The penultimate murder that, mystery that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah um, murder on the Arctic express is good too if you i 
you might like it more. Okay. It's. I think you'll like it more. I think you should give it a try. It's on Hulu right now. Is it? And it has a few different actors and actresses in it. Like it, it has Josh Gad in a very dramatic role, which is kind of fun. Uh, I like Johnny Daisy Depp. Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Pfeiffer. Yep, Daisy Ridley. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, is it Leslie Odom in it? I don't know. Um, I what I like. I also like um how um Poirot is really funny. Like I think he's just really quirky and weird. And um oh Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe. Judy Dench, Dame Judy Dench. Um yeah, I do remember that that movie having like a ton of high high tier actors. And I remember that being like the main draw to me. Because I'm not I'm not super familiar with Kenneth Branagh, a lot of stuff that he's done. Um Olivia Coleman's in that one too. Sorry, now I'm like looking at all the actors. Yeah, it's um, just Olivia Coleman and Dame Judy Dench just sitting at a um a compartment just talking to each other. I it, it's got a 52 Metacritic score, which yeah. I think that you'd like it. I it is it is slightly different than Death on the Nile. Um but I think it's it's good. But speaking of this of this actor, the the, the actors, um Willem Dafoe. Do you uh have you heard what Willem Dafoe's real name is? Uh, isn't it William? Yeah, it's William Dafoe. Yeah. And uh, yeah. when he was when he was a kid, this is a fun fact for everybody. When he was a kid, he was looking for a nickname. He didn't want to be called Will or Willie or Bill or Billy or anything like that. And so somebody said Willem, which is kind of a uh, a quick a quick and lazy way of saying William, and it just kind of stuck. It just Willem. I felt a little betrayed when I saw that his name was William. I was yeah. like, this guy, this faker. Most of them have, they don't have, they have different names than what they yeah. actually have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always wondered why um, actors always have such cool names that I find out that most of them don't. They it's made like, their up. <laughs> like Steve Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out his real name is Johnny Depp. Uh, my favorite is Vin Diesel, whose name is. Have you heard Vin Diesel's real name? No. It, it, Vin Diesel's God-given Christian name is Mark Sinclair. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. Mark Sinclair. Vin Diesel fits his face so well, though. Like. That's such a perfect name for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sinclair. I looked that one up just to confirm it. And then you got uh, John Cena is John Felix Anthony Cena, Cena Jr. Hmm. Okay, so his name's just uh, condensed. Yeah, just longer. But Felix as a middle name is kind of fun. Felix is fun. Well, Jacob, that's your middle name too, though, right? Yeah, uh, I don't tell people that. So that's how it goes. Jacob Felix Martinez. That's not actually his middle name. Is no, it? it's not. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> just like, wait a second. I don't think serious? that's your middle name. I would never, ever have that name. Not in a we million. We're sorry years. to all of the Felixes out there. <laughs> Especially fix it. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So let me pull up my list of what I've been watching this week. So I've had a pretty fun couple weeks. 
so I've been watching The Simpsons with my kids. For whatever reason, my daughter loves The Simpsons. She she likes to say that she's Lisa. Uh, she oh. thinks it's funny, and uh, I. It's it's really heartfelt sometimes. I'm surprised with how heartfelt the show gets. I've never had very you know much experience watching The Simpsons. I've always thought it was kind of a dumb cartoon for adults. Like the, the I don't like the way it's marketed. So that's always been a little off-putting. Kind of like Family Guy. I don't really like Family Guy. And I always feel like those two shows are very like marketed together. But The Simpsons is way better than Family Guy could ever hope to be, in my opinion. And uh, it's, I really like how touching some of these episodes get. I mean, we're in season six. And uh, the first few seasons, I felt like Homer was a little overly stupid. But now it's like, they kind of caught a groove where he's like stupid enough to be funny, but not like annoyingly stupid. Mm-hmm. And he's a good dad in the past couple seasons. Like he, he cares about his kids. Whereas the first couple seasons, I felt like he um, didn't very much. Um, but yeah, I like it. It's uh, I skipped the itchy and scratchy stuff. Cause that's not really, I don't, I don't really like that stuff, but otherwise it's a good, it's a good show to watch with the kids. There's a, it's a lot less risque than I thought it was too. So that's pretty nice. Um, yeah, good show. Wow. I can't believe I'm watching the Simpsons now after all these years, just finding out it's a good show. I've never watched it. I, I've watched the movie, but I've yeah. never watched like a full episode of it. Right. Growing up, my parents were so against it. And so I was just like, oh, this is a bad show. I shouldn't watch this. Although I do remember one night, I, I must've been like four or five and I snuck downstairs and I watched a little bit of it. And my mom came down and yelled at me. Oh. And <laughs> triggered. Triggered. Yeah, no. And so that's that's what I remember. I, that's all I remember. And uh, but I've seen a few things. I think I told you about that one where um, I've seen the clip when he goes back to work. And uh, oh, with his daughter. Yeah, and he just like has pictures of his daughter on the on on the board yeah. above his desk. Oh my gosh, we just watched that episode. I was bawling. Yeah. My daughter sits on my lap usually when we watch TV together and you know, she's right there. I'm like, yeah, Homer has these pictures of his daughter and it's a really like to show how much he cares about his daughter. It got me. That show gets. um, So um, for those of you who, who don't know, there's an episode, at least correct me if I'm wrong, but Homer has to go back to work. Uh, to support his family and there's a sign above his workstation that says don't forget you're here forever and he just takes and puts pictures of his daughter up on there up on the wall and he covered all the letters so that it reads do it for her Mm -hmm. no you're right yeah Yeah. the reason he he had to leave his dream job of working at a bowling alley but then marge got pregnant again so he needed you know they couldn't afford to feed the family with the job at the bowling alley. So he had to go back to his old job and then you know, do it for her is because he's back at the job he hates because of to take care of his daughter. It, it's really sweet. That is so sweet. I love, I love when they show good parents and like, especially when they're like the main characters, like, and like, it's like a sitcom or something like I love when they have like that they're genuinely good parents and they love their their children and they're trying to do their best like 
they're not perfect, but they're trying to do their best. I love shows like that. Yeah, uh, The Simpsons, I don't think it's perfect, but uh, it'll give you plenty of episodes where you, you'll you'll get some good feelings. Um, so that, that made me happy. Um, otherwise, uh, I know I mentioned Impractical Jokers. I'm still yeah. watching that every here and there. It's a fun show to just turn on. Um, but here's the good, the meaty stuff. So Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is released, or released, I think, yesterday. And I am so excited to see it. I love Sonic the Hedgehog. My kids love Sonic the Hedgehog because I imposed it onto them. <laughs> and um, we just had a Sonic birthday for my son uh, this past fe- uh, February. So that was fun. And uh, man, I'm so excited for number two. So to prepare, we watched the first one. Had a good time. I love Jim Carrey. Uh, ben Schwartz plays a great Sonic. And uh, the new movie is looking great. So I'm excited. We're seeing that as of this recording tomorrow. That's exciting. I don't, I don't know when we're going to go see it, but I, I do want to see it. Uh, ben Schwartz, he's so funny. He's hilarious. I love him. Mm-hmm. I love Ben Schwartz. And uh, James Marsden did great in the first one, so I'm excited yeah, to see him. Yeah, this. I liked him. He's really good at um, pretending that someone is there when they're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked Jim, him in... Uh, oh, sorry? I liked him in 30 Rock a lot when he showed up towards the, the end of that show. Have you seen mm-hmm. 30 Rock? No, we saw the first couple episodes and- oh, really? I it. I did not like it. I was like, no. nope. <laughs> Change your ways. It's amazing. It's so funny. It, it has a weak start. I, I feel like it's a little like Parks and Recreation. It's not great at the beginning. Give it some time. It'll grow on you. And it is so funny. Just wait. Trust me. Maybe, maybe. If you give Young Justice another try. Okay. Maybe I should hold that off, though. I should hold that <laughs> off for a different show that you don't want to watch. But then uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's performance of Dr. Robotnik. Oh. I, perfect. I don't know. I don't know. I want to say, I don't know if it's perfect. Like, after, like, I played Sonic Hedgehog 2 a lot as a okay. kid. Like, a ton. Um, and by played it a lot, I mean I played the first two worlds a lot because I couldn't be... <laughs> because <laughs> uh, i was seven and the second genesis is a difficult machine so <laughs> yes it is james I'm not, it is a difficult machine i'm not i'm not very good at video games <laughs> getting angry at them <laughs> yeah that's all right but i i always imagine somebody bigger and uh but i mean carrie's you know he's he's jim carrie not true carrie jim carrie is uh larger than life and he just has this like this crazy persona so i'm interested to see him full dr robotnik um like you see at the end of the uh i am a jim carrey mega fan anything jim carrey's in i instantly love i just love his his mannerisms speak so much to me i feel like when i watch jim carrey i'm hanging out with my family because that's how we all act and i just i love him so I, I grew up with Jim Carrey. Like we watched, I was probably too young at the time, but I grew up watching like Liar Liar and like all of this other, like Jim Carrey in like the nineties. And so I love Jim Carrey. I think he's great. I'm like. Yeah. And you know, I I think 
adapting a video game into a movie is pretty hard to do. So I think I think they did did a good job with what they could. And Dr. Robotnik or Eggman, whatever you want to call him, does get pretty goofy once he gets a voice as the games go on. So I think Jim Carrey fits the persona pretty well. He doesn't necessarily look the part, but I love the way he brings him to life. And giant you, mustache at the end. Hilarious. Yeah, and you're definitely the bigger Sonic fan. Yeah. I I don't think I ever played Sonic. We we can play it on the Switch now. Yeah, it's on the Switch. Yes. Yeah. True. I'm, I'm 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 busy playing different games. <laughs> Go back, gotta play the originals. That's all right. So moving on. Let's see here. All right. I started watching The Witcher season two with uh, my wife she i've been holding it off i didn't love the first season i thought it was i liked it i think it was fun to watch but the plot didn't make any sense to me so once season two released i started like "Eh, i don't know but my wife convinced me and we started watching it and i'm having a much better time than i thought i would so that's good that's a lot of fun um better call saul released season five finally came to netflix it's been like two years since i think two years since the the season ended and i've just been waiting for it to drop onto netflix and uh, i binged it all this week and man that show is amazing do have either of you two seen breaking bad or better call Saul? i saw the first episode of breaking bad and i was like i'm so scared i can't watch this <laughs> and like i came in on an, epi- on an episode where my brother was watching it and this guy like i came in at the wrong part like this guy was getting like the crap beat out of him and i was like ben what are we watching and i was a young kid like it was like when breaking bad came out and i was just like ben what are you watching please stop watching this he's just like chill out <laughs> <laughs> He's a really good brother now. <laughs> These days. Oh, yeah. I, I got a really good brother. Good. Uh, so I like Breaking Bad a lot, but I think Better Call Saul trumps it on every level. It's more, the, the drama's better. Um, I like that the focus isn't so much on, like, the, uh, the drug side of things. I know Breaking Bad was all about, you know, the main character became a... a what what did he he cooked meth i think and um you know it was a good show uh brian cranston's a fantastic actor and it was so fun to watch him break bad i guess but uh better call saul is is amazing because bob odenkirk brings so much to the table he's such a good dramatic actor and i just wish I hope he gets more work in drama in the future. The show's ending. They're on their last season. The first two episodes are uh, releasing very soon or airing very soon. But I'm so excited for this last season. I I liked his introduction. Was it season one or season two of Breaking Bad? I think it was two. It wasn't season one. It was two or three. I'm pretty sure it was two, though. Yeah, I, I I liked his introduction in there, and like, cause I knew I, I knew who Bob Odenkirk was. He was at least a familiar face, and so, but it was it was kind of just playing a Bob Odenkirk type character. So, seeing him more dramatic, that would be that would be really good. And I know he he just put out that that nobody, and we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, funny movie. Not funny. No. It was it was interesting. It's funny him in an action role. I I might give Better Call Saul a chance then because I it, uh, Breaking Bad was a little bit too dark and I think just the 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 main focus being on drugs was a little bit too much for me. Like yeah. just drugs and murder. Um, but my Better Call Saul. I'm not gonna say it's not as intense or or like it's not as dark. There isn't as much violence necessarily it's a lot more about lawyers interacting with each other yeah. that kind of drama okay. uh, court drama that kind of stuff um yeah yeah and uh bob odenkirk's or saul's um the other main character of the show her her name is uh kim wexler she's played by Rhea seahorn she hasn't been in much of note but she is amazing in this show she's like his uh his love interest she's uh his one of his friends in the beginning of the show and uh she is just so wonderfully nuanced that she's such a good actress and it's such a shame that she uh doesn't have more work because man i i just i love her she's amazing and uh she brings a lot to the show that i i think her performance brings a lot to, to make Better Call Saul such a favorite of mine. Her and Bob Odenkirk are just legendary actors, in my opinion. Let's see if she's got any upcoming projects or anything. I just saw that and I didn't see, like, I didn't see that they were. Yeah, nothing of note that I've, that I've picked up on, but it's, I hope she gets more work. She is a great actress. Interesting. Cool. I love that when you find those really good actors or actresses and you're just like, I really hope they're in something else. And then yeah. you see them in something else and it makes just makes your day. Mm -hmm. I would go see, yeah, if I found out there's a new movie featuring Rhea Seahorn, I'd go see it just because she's in it. She's she's that good to me. Um, oh, she was in the yeah. Shaggy Dog. Oh, uh, there we go. <laughs> Everyone's favorite movie. Sorry. So last but not least, we talked about it. You know what? I feel like maybe I should wait until after we're done talking about news to talk about this one. I saw everything everywhere all at once today. It is probably, it probably knocked Goodfellas out of my top three movies really? of all time. Wow. Okay, it, yeah, let's, let's talk about it after news. And I don't want any spoilers because we need to see it. I will not be spoiling this movie, but I encourage everybody to go see it. Anyone who's listening, all of our very tiny listener base, you too need to go see it. I, oof, I'm, I was speechless after this movie, but I'll talk about it a little bit more after we talk about news. I'm very excited for that. So let's see. We talked about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, Bruce Willis is stepping away from acting due to his health. That was a little sad to, to, to read. I grew up watching Bruce Willis movies, you know, Die Hard. Um, there's a movie called Hostage that he was in. I, he, he's uh, The Sixth Sense. He's, he's just such a great actor, unbreakable. Um, I mean, there's an endless list of movies that he's been in. And he, he has always been such a great face in a movie. And, um, you know, age gets all of us. And uh, it's sad to see 
that he has deteriorating health, but I'm glad that he's taking the steps to uh, take care of himself. It must be so hard. Like, I feel like that aspect of being like an actress or an actor, like aging in front of the entire world Mm -hmm. and like being faced with those ailments and like experiencing that must be so hard because it's not like it's just happening to your family like it's just like everybody's talking about it and like I don't know just feeling like you you don't have control on what people know about you is just it would just be really hard yeah and I'm sure oh sorry James go ahead yeah I I just I so I didn't really know too much about it until you sent the notes over and it looks like he has aphasia and um um let's see i believe it gives him problems um forming speech yeah and it usually it's after like a stroke or brain injury of some sort yeah Um, i can't see if it says that he had one amelia clark apparently dealt with a little bit um and uh randy travis has and it's like randy travis i grew up listening to his music and so now like seeing him in videos and stuff he's just i mean he's doing great but at the same time you can tell that there's something you know going on with him and so it would be i can imagine why bruce willis would want to step away now um you know have some privacy as as he as he and his family deal with this yeah yeah but legendary actor um i wish him all the best but uh i love bruce willis so uh house of the dragon the prequel series to game of thrones got a release date for august 21st i love game of thrones it's such a good show and uh, the the last season wasn't the best finisher but uh the build-up to that last season was an incredible ride so i'm excited to see what hbo is bringing to the table here hopefully it is better than that last season of Game of Thrones, but we'll see. I'm excited for it. That's in August. Amazon bought MGM. Um, James, you said you were kind of happy about that. Tell me, tell me a little bit about your feelings about it. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is confirmed a few weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they've been talking about it since last May. Um, the big thing, I mean, you got to, um, um, MGM, MGM, you know, obviously a lot of different, it's you know major movie house and stuff um but uh they own the rights for stargate and yeah so stargate's one of my favorite um franchises um and they always talk about another season and there's been talk of another season or another show or something and uh amazon is kind of the most likely candidate to actually put that together and so for a lot of longtime Stargate fans, it's a it's one of the first times it's it's the closest we've gotten to another show. So that's what the big I reason know. I'm excited for for Amazon, Amazon to buy MGM. So if there's actually, another show, does that mean that we have to watch Stargate? Uh, yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> there's wait, how many 15 seasons? There's um, 17 seasons total. Ooh, no, sorry, awesome. there's, no, there's 15. Te- there's yes movie. 17 yeah 17 seasons and uh and three movies there's three movies i hope you get the content you're you're wishing for 
Um, I, I've seen a Stargate movie when I was a kid. My dad made me watch it. I'm not a fan, but I'm happy for you. I hope Amazon does something with it. I feel like Amazon has been trying to position their, their uh, Amazon Prime Video has been around for a while now. But just recently, I feel like they've been trying to make it appealing. Yeah. Uh, with shows like The Boys, The Wheel of Time, um, whatever else they have, they've been doing. I'm not super sure. But uh, Invincible. But um, yeah. So this is they're just... really good shows, though. Like The Boys and Invincible. Like, and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisie. Like, those are like... Maisel. Maisel. Apologies. Like, apparently those are like awesome shows and they're rated really high like i just saw the boys on imdb and i think it has a score of hold on now i gotta look yeah it's got a score of 8.7 which is really good yeah the boys the boys and invincible are both uh pretty violent but um if you can get past the violence those shows are incredible the boy the boys was so fun I'm a I'm a fan of Carl uh, Urban. Carl Urban. He's a yeah, me too. Writer of Rohan. The guy that I thought was that I thought was American and not he's Australian. not he's Australian. No, yeah, he's, he's in. I love him in Lord of the Rings. I love oh, Lord, of Lord of the Rings, Rings in general, but who does he play? To, he plays the writer of Rohan. He's like the. Um, I'm totally spacing on his name now. Yomer? I don't know how you well, pronounce it. I don't know anybody outside of like Frodo and Sam and Gandalf. That's about all I know. Have the you Lord seen the... uh-uh. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Like you, yeah, he's a he's a character in the two towers. Okay, cool. That's fun. Um, I, I like Carl Urban too. He's a good, he's he's fun to watch. He's uh he's nuts that show in the boys. He's so he's so good. Have you seen any of uh, the boys diabolical? No, I, I want to. Um, it looks interesting. Is it like, French like French, it? I saw that and I and it made it made me think that it, it looks like it's uh like the uh, Star Wars Legends little anime shorts. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I, yeah, it's not stuff that we watch. A little too violent for us. Yeah, but... yeah, that's understandable. The violence is pretty heavy. but Michael Sarah, Jason Isaacs, and Simon Pegg in the Sandberg. Is that, the, is that in the Diabolical? Yeah. The Diabolical? Okay. Cool, cool. That's good. Let's see. Um, let's go through the rest of these. Okay, so this bit of news made me a little bit mad because it immediately dated our last episode. We talked about Vanya and Elliot Page playing Vanya in um, the Umbrella Academy. And then, so we released the episode. And then I think on Monday, they came out with the press release. They're like, hey, Vanya is going to come out as trans as Victor Page or Victor. Uh, yeah, Victor Hargreaves. I was like, are you kidding me? We just did this podcast. I mean, it's cool that they're doing that. But I was a little miffed that. It happened right after we talked. I know we literally just said something. I was just like, oh my gosh, what did I say? (laughs) But I saw it and I was just, I was so excited. Cause like you're, 
you're always like, oh, you don't know what they're going to do. And suddenly they come out and they do something. And it's just like, oh yeah, of course they did it that way. And I'm really happy because I think this will be kind of a, a cool, for lack of a better word, transition for Elliot Page from doing female roles to doing male roles, because it's just like, these are the roles that he wants to do. And I am super excited for him. Yeah, I have, I have mixed feelings about, about it um, for various reasons. Um, I feel like actors should be able to act. And if that means acting as a different gender, then they should be able to do it. Um, but that's not the route they went. Um, so it's fine. You know, it's whatever. But yeah, good for Elliot Page. I'm sure they had some long discussions about that. And I'm glad it worked out in his favor. So um, yeah, it, I'm still excited for the Umbrella Academy. It'd be fun to watch. Um, Spider-Man. Sp yeah, it is. It is very good. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse was supposed to release today. And uh, that makes me sad because it is not releasing today. And uh, it yeah. is that would have been that would have been so good. But I mean, we're still getting more Oscar Isaac with Moon Knight, so I'm okay with that. Well, sure. we've been watching Moon Knight. We we should have talked about oh, that. Oh yeah, Moon Knight. Yeah, but he's planning. He's not planning on watching it. And so I'm. I'm I'd love to hear your thoughts. I uh, please don't spoil so anything. Good. Um, I watched the first episode three different times. Real really? quick. I, I know this is a minute past, you know, what we were talking about, but I was thinking, uh, you mentioned about um, male actors playing female characters and stuff. And my first thought is like, wow, people would be really outraged about that. And then I remembered that Mary Martin paved the way for us in 1960 when she played Peter Pan. They've been doing it for you. Actually, in Shakespeare's time, oh. um, yeah. the female, like, like female, like women couldn't act and they couldn't be actors. Hey, they still can't. Hey, hey, hey. Just kidding. I, uh, I do not believe it. They weren't allowed to. <laughs> they, they weren't allowed to. And so there was men, there was just men and other men. Like, so men, like Juliet was played by a man. And so like, that's just, that's how it's always been. And so. Um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, and, and like, you know, Colleen o O'Shaughnessy, is the voice actress for Tails, who's a boy. Um, there's, oh, there's. They, they like Timmy and like. Tommy, Tommy. from Rugrats. Tim, well, Timmy Turner. Yeah. Timmy Turner. Yeah. yeah, like most of them are all played by women. Mostly because they're prepubescent boys. <laughs> yeah. That's the reason why. Yeah. <laughs> like a woman can do this. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I feel like. I won't get into it too much. Um, I have mixed feelings on the whole Umbrella Academy situation. I'm glad it's working out for Elliot Page, but um, on the character, on the, I don't know how to how to explain my feelings. So I'm just not going to. I'm going to move on. <laughs> That's okay. Um, you don't have to. <laughs> so uh, Aqualad is getting an HBO series, a live action HBO series. That's pretty cool. I yeah. uh, that was announced. I think it was announced just today. It looks awesome. Um, I'm just, I'm reading something on it real quick. Um, it looks like Charlize Theron is involved and yeah, leading yeah. it up, which would be kind of cool. She's such a good actress. Like you put her in anything, like no matter how crappy the movie, 
She is just so amazing. Like Fast and Furious six? Was she in Hancock? Eight and nine. Mm. What? Was she in Hancock with Will Smith? She was. Okay. I don't think she was great in that one. I think that that was because it was not a good movie. And (laughs) they like, they cut that movie to shreds. Like they did. There was like a better movie, but we did not see it because they wanted it to be PG-13. Yeah. (laughs) It was just like, with a movie like that, it was just like, no, anti-heroes, they always get rated R because that's what they need. They are not PG-13. They are morally gray. Is is Moon Knight um, a kind of a, a more uh, mature? I don't really like saying mature. Is it more violent than the it's, typical MCU show? It's TV fourteen, and I think because there's a lot more blood in it. Okay, it's it's definitely more violent, but it's not as violent as the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Not okay. even close. No, it's. It's like Captain America or Falcon the Winter Soldier. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. It's a little bit more bloody though. Remember his hand? Yeah, but it's it's he's also like in these first two episodes, you, you don't really see him beat up any people. Well, no, no, you do. Right? You don't really yeah. you see like the aftermath. It's hard. Yeah, it's is it supposed to have what six episodes? Yeah, yeah six episodes. Okay. Okay. So in about a month, the whole thing will be out, and then I'll I'll binge it, and then we can talk about it uh, yeah, more extensively. Yeah. But is it is it good? Yes, I think it's excellent. They um, they're doing a good job, not falling into a lot of the same tropes as the other movies, other other shows. At least, hopefully not. No. Also, um, I learned today Oscar Isaac is the first like superhero in the MCU not to have an extended contract that requires him to be in other movies and TV shows. So theoretically, this could be connected to the MCU, but this could be the end of Oscar Isaac's Moon Knight. We could have six episodes and that's it. Um, it makes it seem like we're going to have where like he, he's going to be involved somewhat in werewolf by night. And uh, there's, also possibilities going to team up with with people in the future but he's he's not contracted to be a part of any avengers or team up or um anything like that if we're really lucky we'll get moon knight and morbius in a spinoff movie together <laughs> yeah that's what we're all waiting for um i i think it's nice because i feel like it's its own thing and there's not the pressure from everything else that's what made rogue one so much better like there was a lot of pressure from everything else but it was its own movie this is its own show like it's it's not like continuing the story of wanda and vision it's not setting up the future of the new captain america it just it's the story of moon knight and this is setting up the rest of the mcu yeah loki theoretically Theoretically. hopefully yeah I'm, i'm excited to watch it i like oscar isaac a lot so, He's uh, so good. And he, yeah, I'm and excited. He's going to be in Across the Spider-Verse. Yes. Oh, man. I, t- Spider-Man 2099 is really cool. And uh, Oscar Isaac is really cool. So you mash the two. I'm really excited. It's going to be... I'm excited for that, for that movie. I think it's supposed to drop in October um, is the last update I remember. But I could be wrong. Anyway... Um, so Moon Knight, I'm glad that uh, you guys are watching it. You're having a good time. I'm excited to watch it once it all drops. 
um, on the topic of Morbius, uh, it released and it um, stinks, apparently. I'm not going to go see it. I <laughs> Every time I see something on Morbius, I just can't help but, but just laugh. And just think about how proud J Jared Leto was probably of himself as he was acting for this movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just... Oh, Morbius. Jared Leto. I can't wait. I can't wait for it to be over. I, I've heard some really <laughs> funny things like Tyrese Gibson, um, who everybody knows from Fast and Furious, and that's all I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reference everything back to Fast and Furious. Um, apparently, it's a really good role for him, and he was really excited about it because he had like a mechanical arm, and that was a big plot point for him was this, was this cybernetic arm that made him like a superhero, and uh, it's barely even referenced or shown. Like It may or may not actually exist. And yeah. so I'm gonna go ahead and talk about the, the end credit scene. I, I don't care about spoiling Morbius. So Adrian Toomes from Spider-Man um Homecoming, uh, the Vulture, played by Michael Keaton, shows up at the end of Morbius and he like appears there and then he goes out to meet Morbius for some reason. And he finds him. Actually, I think we talked about this. Now that you I'm mentioned it a little I'm, bit because we we the Twitter. Yeah, because it was released in Twitter. Okay. Yeah, we talked about this. I just I can't get over how stupid every the, the whole Morbius fiasco has been. I just I laugh every time I think about it. I I hope that somebody puts together a lawsuit against Sony for false advertising. Because I know it's, I know things like this have been brought up in the past where people have spent money on on movies because of the trailers, and then they were it was just blatantly false, and Sony continued to use a bunch of Spider Man imagery and made it seem like, hey, this is connected to the MCU. This is or like mm -hmm. this is connected to to Spider Man story, and it's not. And then they also made it seem like um, Adrian Toomes was going to be in more of it or you know in a different way, but they they put in a scene that's not in the movie and yeah. it's just like the post credit scene, which is blatant false advertisement. Yeah, and Sony uh, is so desperate to, to do some kind of have some kind of universe without Spider-Man. It just makes, doesn't make sense to me. It's mm -hmm. not going to happen. I, it's There's so no stupid to watch. And I feel like they have something really good going with the into the Spider-Verse movies and they should just, focus all of their resources on that or do something more in the vein of that give us a black cat movie in that style or something like that don't like stop with this weird well, they, mc yeah. ripoff thing they have great animators on sony and then they also have lord and miller writing and directing yeah. those like like they're good they're, there's a reason they were tied with with star wars for so long and uh have they done any MCU stuff? Anything with with the MCU? I don't think so. I think their last project with Disney, they were working on uh, the Solo, Han Solo movie. Yeah, and, and they, they got they got fired. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Ron Ron Howard, I think, came in to direct that movie. Got Opie Taylor, uh, Phil Lord. And, and then since then, since then, I don't think they uh, they have worked on any Disney properties. They did um, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Lego Movie, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street. Um, 21 Jump Street? Yeah. 
They are yeah, so yeah. funny. Those guys know how to write a comedy. It's good. I mean, it's yeah. They've done some good work together. They have, yeah. Um, let's see. What next? So we're getting towards the end of our news here. Um I put down the show Severance on Apple TV. It, I just wanted to mention it. It it um it just ended its first season. Scott? I've been what? Is that with Adam Scott? Yes. I've been hearing amazing things about it. And I just started hearing about him. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to check that out. So stay tuned. I'm going to watch it pretty soon. So we'll talk about that in the future, I'm sure. Yeah, it's with Adam Scott on Apple TV. Uh, just ended its first season. Fantastic Beast. Um, the What is it? The Secrets of Dumbledore mm-hmm. reviews started going up. And uh, that looks like it's pretty bad. <laughs> so I'm sorry to all Harry Potter fans out there that you get yet another bad Harry Potter movie. Um, the, it's a shame. Uh, have, you, have you heard about the, the news about Ezra Miller? Yes. What about Why it? Don't you, go ahead and elaborate. He's, um, oh, he, he was arrested. There's a bunch of, of stuff going around. Oh, was it the, like he was mentioned at the Oscars and the next day he got arrested? Yeah, and like, <laughs> oh, like yeah. threatening to kill people and like it's just the dude's nuts and uh it's like this this could be a banner year like this could be had all the movies been better um this could have been like tom hanks in 1994 um ezra miller would have had um two huge movies coming out this year secrets of dumbledore and uh the flash Mm -hmm. and this could have like been a this could have made his career but it's over like after after this like he's not gonna get hired He's not going to put anything out. Yeah, he's been arrested. WB had, I read that they had an emergency meeting talking about halting all production of Ezra Miller films at WB. And I'm just like, man, this guy, like, or I think, I think today. So he, Ezra Miller uses they them pronouns, uh, just to say, you know. Oh, I didn't didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just remembered that. So, uh, yeah, they like, I don't know, man. They they shot them, shot themselves in the foot because uh yeah, they did it did look like they were gonna have a really great year for movies. But then you know, Fantastic Beast kind of stinks, the flash was delayed, he gets arrested, now they're halting all production of future movies with it with that with them. And yeah, it's just whoops, it's over. Oops. Yeah, it's a great way to end the career. Oh god. They'll be set up for life though still amazing amounts of money in all of this. And I would imagine that the residuals on these are going to be, you know, pretty great. Even if it just sits on HBO max. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure fantastic beast is going to do, or I keep forgetting what it's even called. Uh, Dumbledore, the Dumbledore movie. It's going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Harry Potter series just makes money no matter what. Mm-hmm. So just to keep encouraging them to make bad movies. Um, I want Harry Potter to be better. I, I like the world, the universe. I just can't support these movies. The, the first one did, was just boring. I didn't see the second one because it looked bad. Mads Mikkelsen almost made me go see this new one, but then I saw reviews and it just seems like it's more of the same. So yeah. 
I don't know. There's there's a lot of issues with Harry Potter and it sucks because I grew up listening to the books on tape and I love Harry Potter. Like I am like a super fan. Like I love it. Like, but just like everything with JK Rowling and like the things with the movies and like just different fan services and things that they're doing. I'm just not, it was just, uh, it's just unfortunate. And like going back and listening to it, I'm like, there is so much fat phobia in Harry Potter and like it's so bad I was like no wonder I had such body issues I read this book when I was younger I was like ah it's it's hard to go back and listen to it because I love Harry Potter I think it's so great but then there are moments when it's just like what do you do like why like (sighs) it would be good to have kind of a uh uh a Star Wars approach with harry potter and the wizarding world where they just pull jk rowling out they pull george lucas out of star wars and just let some people that really understand it take over let's just pull jk out of harry potter and let others take control like other good artists take control i i wouldn't even mind if um oh what's his name he's in star wars in the marvel i'm spacing john favreau I, I wouldn't care if john favreau was just like here let me fix this it's like okay it would be it. pretty cool to see um some more creative people to take the, the reins of that franchise because uh yeah jk rowling i feel like is is long past her time she she made up the universe and i think that's pretty much all she was good for <laughs> and that uh the the david yates i mean i i don't know how good of a director he is He's made the last, he made the last few Harry Potter movies, directed mm-hmm. them, and he's directed all the I don't Fantastic think he Beasts. He even read those, those, those were like, I don't think he even read those books. I, I personally don't think he's a great director. Um, so. And this, again, guys, this proves my point that Charlie Bone is the superior youth wizarding novel. <laughs> We made the. I don't know what that is. You, you've never even read Harry Potter. You don't get to discuss. You don't get to have. As a society, we made a mistake by choosing and 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 putting it all towards Harry Potter. We should have done Charlie Bone, and everyone would be happier. You could be right. You could be right, James. Uh, Moving on. Uh, Last thing. There's a new. There's a new Doctor Strange trailer. Very short teaser. Um, It featured zombie strange i haven't seen i i I haven't watched it monica watched one part and it spoiled it for her so we are we are officially on no spoiler doctor strange into the multiverse of madness no trailer i heard the start of that word and i'm a little upset at you (laughs) (laughs) no that's what i do with them after after thor ragnarok after they revealed the hulk i stopped i watched the first the first two trailers that they come out with and then after that i don't watch them because they reveal too much look at morbius it revealed the entire movie <laughs> every spider-man trailer that releases reveals the whole movie i i knew what was going to happen in no way home way before the movie came out you know exactly what was going to happen i know um, i just wish like i wish with no way home i didn't watch any of the any of the trailers but with doctor strange i'm trying to i'm trying to like rain it in and not watch very much i try not to watch okay well this isn't a spoiler but we all know that sam raimi is directing the new doctor strange yeah and there's just the tiniest little nod in the trailer to the doctor octopus tentacles at the very end of the trailer um doctor strange is like doing something 
and it looks like the Doc Ock tentacles. And I thought that was a really cool nod to like because Sam Raimi did the Spider-Man movies. Aww. So I thought that was kind of cool. That is really cool. I am so glad that he's getting a second chance. Um, yeah. And like getting into the MCU because I really like his storytelling. I thought he did a very good job um, on the first two Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, it's cool that he's getting another chance. That's that's for sure. <laughs> um, it got kind of it got a little awkward. James just texted me that he's mad at me for spoiling Doctor Strange. <laughs> so. Oh no. Ruin the entire movie. There's strife within the podcast. <laughs> How will we survive? He just texted me that I suck. Hey, I don't suck, agree. <laughs> well, no, it's it's fine. I, I probably would have seen it somewhere on TikTok or on uh, on YouTube or. I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, hey, I did you a favor, man. It's coming from me instead of someone random, right? Yeah, That's yeah. it. At least at least a friend stuck the knife in. <sighs> That makes me, that reminds me of Endgame. Someone spoiled Endgame for me before I even went to go see it. Like they straight up, like they commented on someone's post and was just like, yeah, it's really sad when um, Iron Man dies. And I was just like, no, it's not true. I'm not going to believe it. And I'm so mad. It's really hard to avoid spoilers. It's, you know. He's an older gentleman. And I think he, I, I think he, I think he didn't realize what he was doing, but. There's part of me that's still emotional about that. It, it goes to show that these trailer houses, I, I, I don't know if they're doing their job right because the, like they're, 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 they set the, the um, directors and the film and the cinematographers and everything, they, they send like, as far as I understand it, they send a packet of like, hey, you can use this material in your trailer. And then they make a, a compelling trailer based off of that. And there's been some movies where they, they've- Well, the suit- um suicide squad they looked at the trailer and they're like i want a movie like this and so they basically had to reshoot it to make it like the the trailer yeah and so now these these trailer houses like with morbius they showed a movie that isn't what consumers are getting and with the mcu movies they're they're showing everything i mean even even the batman like i was super excited for the batman you should go back and listen to that, that episode again um but uh, the uh, the entire time I was in the theater, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the scene that's setting up this this clip from uh, from the trailer, and I hate that. Even even in Endgame, like during Endgame, I kept thinking like, oh yeah, they said the trailer is just the first 20 minutes, and so every time that something was and anytime there was a clip from the trailer that was outside the first 20 minutes, I got really upset in the movie theater. It's like this this happened. This is in the trailer, you liars. And then Andrew Garfield <laughs> lied to us. So I'm I'm just upset. I, I'm upset. Everyone's lying to us. Everyone's lying and I'm mad. Uh, I think these what? these trailer houses need to do a better job. And I'm calling you out, trailer houses that I don't know the name of. <laughs> you know what, James? It, it's kind of silly, but you, you do have a good point. Um I, I do feel like a lot of movies have really some movies have really good trailers. I think Inception has a good trailer. Um, the original Alien has a really good trailer. Um, it's hard to think of a bunch of stuff right off the top of my head, but I would love to do an episode on this. So in the future, let's let's do an episode on trailers, movie trailers. I would love that. All right, I'll put it in the notes. We'll we'll work on that. And uh, I want I want to go back to '90s movie trailers. In a world 
where something happens. Wait, no, no, no. Okay. Well, hold on. No. Not those. <laughs> horrible. I went too far. I didn't even do that up close to the mic so you could he really hear the, the base of my voice. The only reason why I can get it so low right now is because I had a sore throat the re- like the last week. There you go. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll do an episode on trailers. I'm excited for that. Um, let's see. Otherwise, though, I think that's it for news. So... I wanted to briefly talk about the Oscars, but I don't. You you two watched the Oscars? Yeah. Did, did anything happen? No, I'm just kidding. I don't think there's anything of note that happened. I think a bunch oh, of people got awards. I would love to do a watch party or something in the future. It was like we we turned it on ironically and like, oh, the Oscars are on. Let's watch the Oscars. Yeah. And then you watch the like the, the like first, first five, five minutes, minutes of it. Like on the red carpet, and I was just like, "Oh, this is kind of interesting. Let's keep watching it." <laughs> yeah, and I, I I was kind of against it because I'm like, "Oh yeah, all these uh, super rich elite people, and they're all just doing their thing." And it's like, "Oh, this is actually kind of this is this is quirky and fun." And well, it's there like sometimes you have to remember that being an actor is a job, and so like these people, they go into work every day, and they present it to people, and they don't like it or they do like it but this year was an amazing year because coda and coda was there and um um flea um now i'm spacing on all of them but there was some really good representation this year and i really think that it was overshadowed by a certain event that happened and we won't we won't talk about it because it's there's been enough discourse i'm I'm yeah But I'm so excited that Coda was there because there was a deaf man who won Best Supporting Actor and then Coda won Best Picture. And like, that's amazing. Like the the deaf and Coda community, like they, like people have been talking about it and like, that's just, it's so good to get representation and especially for the disabled um, community and I, yeah, really, I actually didn't even know the Oscars were going on until you two told me about it. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I we didn't know until we turned on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe maybe next year we could we could all watch it together or something and, and try and try and do that. That might be fun. Maybe. Um, but yeah, that, that's our brief discussion on the Oscars. Um, before we wrap up the episode, though, I need to talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. That movie was incredible. I couldn't believe it. All the trailers, I, I guess there was only one trailer and I just saw it like three or four times. It didn't look that interesting to me. I was like, whatever, I'm, I'm good. I like Michelle Yeoh. She was in um, uh, Crouching, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which is a cool movie. I'm not sure, have you two seen that one? Not. Okay, it's like a, it's a Kung Fu movie. Uh, that came out in like 2004. Great movie. I, I highly recommend it. Um, but she's she's like an action star. She's she's pretty cool. Um, but isn't she in Shang Chi? Oh yeah, she is. Yeah. And Guardians of the Galaxy too. I'm not sure. Yeah, she's a she's a scrapper at the end. Oh, she's oh, okay. Crazy Rich Asians. And tomorrow. I want I want to watch Crazy Rich Asians a lot, but I'm losing focus here. 
I'm sorry. I did not expect this movie to be as incredible as it was. I was, uh, I started seeing reviews pop up for it and they were almost all perfect. And I was like, okay, that caught my attention. I was like, okay, what's this movie about? I got, I got to check, check into this. And I just decided after seeing all these tens out of tens and, and just really high marks, I was like, okay, I'm going to go see it. It was hard to find. They did a really limited release. I, uh, it had one showtime today. Uh, it was only available in my area starting today, um, maybe starting yesterday. But um, yes, it had the one showtime. So I decided to go see it. And wow, it was so fun. It was the best multiverse movie I will probably ever see. Doctor Strange has a lot to live up to when it comes to the multiverse stuff. Well, you, um, and you, you haven't seen Morbius yet, so. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I, I have to hold my tongue a little bit, I guess. But it was just incredible. It was so, it was full of action. It was effortlessly funny. It was super emotional. It had one of the best family love stories I've ever seen on film. Um, the kid from Indiana Jones, I think, and the Temple of Doom, and he was also in the Goonies. He's the the eight, the Chinese boy. Yeah. Those movies. This is his first acting thing that he's done since those movies, I think. Oh wow. And he took a break. He, he was incredible. Uh, I was shocked. Knowing that going into it, he was so good in this movie. And I'm like, this guy has not lost a single shred of talent. It was amazing over all these years. And man, I, I did not expect to feel as much emotion as I did watching this film. The credits started rolling. I was just sitting there with my mouth open, like, wow, wow. And yeah, it has made it to the top, at least top three movies of all time for me. Wow. Should we like have like some m- m- like music that plays when something like that happens? <laughs> da, 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 da. Something, I don't know. I, uh, go ahead. How many people were in the uh, theater with you? Um, so I was the first there. I was 10 minutes late and I was the first one there. Oh gosh. I think there were three or four people. Um, so it's kind of sad that it was such a, a limited release that it wasn't very well advertised. I'm not sure what their angle was releasing it that way. Um, maybe that it's because A24, the, the production company, maybe they just don't have a really high budget for that kind of stuff. But it's, it's a shame. People are going to miss out on this fantastic movie. In my opinion, this is a, a must-watch movie. You need to watch this before you die. It looks like on IMDb, it's got a nine nine out of ten stars and uh, an eighty-two percent Metacritic score. So, what do you uh, what do you rank it out of five? Oh, five, five out of oh, five. That was, that was kind of a dumb question, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it's good. That if, was really if, quick too. You're normally pretty pretty stingy yeah. with your fives. I mean, going back, I would probably give Death on the Nile <laughs> a two out of five. I I was thinking about it earlier um, Wait, i wanted what? death on the nile oh okay. mm-hmm. earlier today i was thinking about what i wanted to rate it and i was torn between a two and a three and I, I settled on a two because it wasn't horrible but it was entertaining enough um 
but it was it was very middling to me. Um, outside of Gal Gadot's performance, for me, I didn't I didn't love it. Um, but like coming off of the low of that for myself, and coming off the high of everything everywhere all at once, I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling real good. And then I'm seeing Sonic tomorrow. I'm just I'm having a great week. <laughs> but please go see it. If you if you have the chance, go see it. If you have to wait for it, that stinks. But um, we have to talk about it in the future. Yeah, that's one we, we might have to wait for. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Okay. <sighs> My heart's racing talking about it. It was it was a life-changing experience, man. I'm telling you, it was good. Don't hype it up so much, man. We're going to watch it and be like, wow, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you will not. I promise you, you will not. I'm, I'm excited to see it. It looked really good when I saw the, the trailers. Yeah. I, I think I, <laughs> I mean, I cry at everything, but this movie, it was so emotional towards the end of the movie. I was, and it's funny. It's a funny movie. So like while watching it and laughing and, and seeing the cool action happening and the multiverse aspect of the movie was really well done too. I, 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 it's a little disappointing. It made me kind of disappointed with the MCU and the DC universe. They have so many comic books to draw from, but they're struggling to figure out how to make the multiverse work. Yeah. This movie is an indie film, but um, it's way lower budget than any of those movies. Um, it, it's a single movie. It's not based on anything. It's an original story. One of the most creative stories I've ever seen on film. And uh, they did the multiverse better than I've ever seen before. So, yeah, I'm just very happy with that movie. Best $10 I ever spent. That is apparently a 97 Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, critics loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I wish I could say more, man. Oh, I wish I could say more. <sighs> go see it. Please go see it. Everybody that's listening, I implore you. You will not regret this. But that's all I've got today. I'll probably mention this film, everything. I hate saying the title. It's so long. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I'll probably mention it it's more. It's title, but like it's, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, when I'm talking about it casually, like I mentioned to my wife that I saw it today and she's every time I said it, I'd have to say the whole title because I can't really shorten it to anything without you. I don't know. It's a lot of vowels. It's, E-E-A-A. it's yeah. like uh, uh, that Tom Cruise one. Um, die another day. No, that's a that's Bond. But you're like uh, live, die, repeat. Live, die, repeat. That's it. Thank you. It was live, die, repeat, and then there's another name for it. Okay. Edge of know. Tomorrow. There it is. Oh, yeah. Edge of, okay. Edge of Tomorrow was good. But, uh, yeah. Multiverse MCU has a lot to live up to after seeing this movie. So, here's to hoping that it can be as good, but I highly doubt it will be because MCU has been a little disappointing lately. Sounds good. I hope that you aren't disappointed with Moon Knight because we really like it. But I hope so too. I want I want to enjoy what we're watching. Um, Spider Man was fun. Let's hope the future of the MCU is uh, in good hands. With uh, you know Kevin Feige's great. So um, thank you for listening today. 
this was a fun episode. I, I am just so happy after seeing everything everywhere all at once. And uh, I'm glad I was able to share my thoughts about it a little bit. Easiest five out of five I've ever given. Even easier than the Batman, which I loved. And uh, yeah, uh, just real quick, I, I want to thank the, the small dedicated fans. We do have, I, I appreciate, we appreciate everything that you guys do for us. We appreciate that you listen. And, um, you know, we, we hope to grow, but uh, we're very happy with, with uh, the people who do listen to us right now. So thank you. Uh, from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for listening. We're, we're really happy to be doing this. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JacobGOTM. Follow our Maybe Good Movies Instagram. Um, do you guys have anything you want to add? Thanks for listening, guys. We really do appreciate all, all that you do. So. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. You guys did set up letterboxed accounts, right? We did. Yes. Okay. So if anyone wants to follow them there, um, I'm not sure if you two have any content up yet. Um, I'll probably That's get a review. Monica is killing it with the reviews. Yeah. Sometimes if I can't go to sleep at night, I'll just review stuff. Cool, cool. I'll you know, check I'll it out. I haven't, I haven't seen yours yet, so I'll do that. And uh, I might make my own as well. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. So Monica's handle on there is mon underscore mothra29. So look up Mon Mothra 29 on uh, um, Letterboxd. And mine is Zeno underscore Ninis. Z-E-N-O underscore N-I-N-I-S. And if awesome. you understand that reference, you're a good friend. And I appreciate you. <laughs> All right. I don't get it. So you still matter if you don't get it. <laughs> I also don't get it. So I'm sorry, James. It's okay. <laughs> All I right. Two reviews up anyway. Thank you for listening.